Hello and welcome to Talkin' Trades, a weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and I am House Ravenclaw. And I'm John, a Marvel nut, and I am House Gryffindor. Welcome to Talkin' Trades. It's the indie season, John! What's that mean? It's the first episode of our indie season. Indie, you know. I'm talking about Indiana Jones comics the whole season. I'm holding out for young indie. They had to have done that, right? Crystal Skull Indie. No, it's no. I'm talking about the awful like. I know, I know. Cartoon. Oh, there was a really good live action show though. I'm talking about the cartoon. I didn't, never didn't it even know that existed. Awful. Didn't even know that existed. No, we're doing all uh, underground books, indie books. You know, stuff that's not published by DC and Marvel. Big, big people. We're doing stuff like this year. We're gonna do Saga, Translucid. This episode is Why the Last Man, which is one of my favorite books. We'll be covering Midnight Mystery. By Mr. Bernie Gonzalez, uh, Old Wounds, by Mr. LaSalle, Russell LaSalle. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of other stuff. Squares by T. Mash. Yes, Squares by T. Mash. Stuff that wouldn't necessarily be on the radar. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And we're not gonna limit our indie stuff to only this season, but it just worked out. We yeah. have some time coming up where we're just doing we'll do a stretch. Also, I really wanted to le- read some of these books. Mm-hmm. For instance, next week we're doing Translucid. Heard a lot of good things. But this week I was jacked to get John to read Why the Last Man. So, well, with that, let's get into This Week in Geek. This Week in Geek. It's appropriate that we're talking about the houses because in This Week in Geek, they have announced the names for the American houses, for the American School of Wizardry. John, you have not heard these yet. Are you I have excited? not heard these yet. This is, this is going to be live. I don't know if I should be excited. And this school is in New York? I believe so, yeah. Ish? Okay. Yeah. Or like the East, Northeast. Sure. Here we go. The first one? Uh, okay, for, before you go, are they like, this one is clearly the Gryffindor, this one is clearly the Raven. The only one that I can see is clearly the Slytherin. <laughs> because it's like... Evil McDouchna? No, no, you'll hear. Okay. You ready? All right. Horned Serpent. What? I know. Wampus. (laughs) Wampus? Wampus. Are you you kidding me with Wampus? No, no. I'm not kidding you. And you're like, oh, that's clearly Hufflepuff. Nope. (laughs) Nope, there's a better one. Hold on. Is it House Badoop? Is it just straight up House Badoop? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. House Thunderbird. Okay. It's kind of lame, but like... Seems right. like Ravenclaw, but like America's a little lame with naming things. Yeah, but like it, it's... But wait. But this is like animal. It's right. almost like Gryffindor. But like, wait, hold on. <laughs> he's, he's laughing. He can't even say it. Puck Wudgy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way! I swear to God. You, you did not make I this up. God, There's a Puck Wudgy? <laughs> P-U-K-W-U-D-G-I-E. Oh, my God. So, to reiterate, Horned Serpent. I get lost when I enter my backyard. I'm a puck watcher. <laughs> Swear to God. How do you... <laughs> Sometimes I pour my glass, myself a glass of milk and just walk away for days. I'm, I'm a, a puck watcher. I forget of what I'm doing in every room I walk into. I'm, I'm a, a puck watcher. Oh my god! I lose my cell phone while on my cell phone. I'm a puckwudgie. <laughs> so to reiterate, horned serpent, <laughs> wampus, thunderbird, and puckwudgie. How is uh, I've never seen John laugh this hard. Ever. Why is it puckwudgie? I'm so glad we didn't do this before the podcast. I'm so glad we waited until on air. <coughs> 
just know. give them too much I, creative control I, I and just whatever they want to do. And I then we get know. Gungans, and nobody likes Gungans. <laughs> and like, Puck we got Puckwudgies. Oh my god, I cannot <laughs> get over. Cannot get over Puckwudgie. Puckwudgie is the worst. I like Wampus because like Wampa Stampa still works. Right, it's but great. like Puckwudgie. <laughs> I googled Puckwudgie. Googling Puckwudgie. Here's what comes up on, on, on Google. Some dirty results. A Puckwudgie is a two to three foot tall being from Wampanoag folklore. Puckwudgies feature resembles those of a human, but with enlarged noses, fingers, and ears. Their skin is described as being smooth gray and have been known to glow. Holy cow. Are they, like, horrific? That's a Puckwudgie. They're actually kind of horrific. Yeah. Well, okay, that's like a gnome, like a troll... With, like, quills. But, like, that. They're actually, like, really... I mean, that's scary. I wouldn't mess I'm with one. Google... So these are all things. Let's Google Horned Serpent. Let's see what comes up. Wampus. Sounds so exotic and new. We've seen what a Horned Serpent looks like. I know. I'm, I'm oh, making okay. fun. A Wampus is a cat creature from American folklore. So all of these things are from American folklore. So we just laughed at somebody's heritage. But if you're from the Wampanoag... Sorry, no, not sorry. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So all four of these things are from American folklore. Oh. And including the Puckwudgie. I have never... Especially the Puckwudgie. I have never seen John laugh that hard. I have never heard of anything as ludicrous as Puckwudgie. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm pretty sorry. fantastic. Uh, well, that ends that news. John, what do you got? <laughs> I got, like, boring news. We should have ended with this. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, uh, Captain America Civil War. As everyone should know. We loved it. The episode's already up. If you haven't listened to it, you're a problem. Wow, mom. (laughs) Uh, It's awesome. It's great. And it's doing very well. Yeah, it's number one. Uh, These are, these statistics are as of yesterday. Yeah, as of the 12th. Uh, It had 700 million worldwide and 206 million domestic. Which, these figures are more impressive than those for Avengers of Ultron Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Furious 7. Not combined, obviously. No, no, no. Yeah. But it, it's beaten all of those. And it will go on to have a better first week than Batman vs. Superman or Iron Man 3. Which is great. But I'm very happy. Not better happy. than the Avengers? Uh, not better than Ultron, I don't think. At least the article didn't mention Ultron. What about, what about Avengers 1? Oh, no way. Okay. There's no way. That, that movie just killed. Yeah. We killed. And we made all the money. think this will touch Avatar? There's no money left. I think this will touch Avatar. I don't think Avatar is as impressive a number as it used to be. It's big. I mean, Batman vs. Superman was trying to hit that. Yeah? Yeah, if I remember correctly. It's, I mean... The Avatar number, I think, is not a... I think it beat it on first week. I think the Avatar number is a worldwide... That's what I'm saying. I'm saying a worldwide total. Do you think it'll Um, get there? I don't know. Has this opened in China yet? I know this opened in Japan. I know it opened in Japan first because our buddy Scott mentioned he saw it on Facebook. That's right. And I was like... Super jealous. Scott of uh, Shut Up Alfred on Godzilla podcast. Fame, yes. Yeah. Who we were tr- going to get on here one day. Um, cool. <clears throat> I loved this movie. I loved oh, this movie. And the word of mouth has been excellent because, like, I know Batman vs. Superman had an impressive first week and then, like, a sharp drop. Because no one was going so to see it. So the word of mouth is very good. We went to see it again. We liked it. Mm-hmm. I still maintain that I enjoyed that movie. It's Civil War better, but yes, but you don't have to, you know, curse the darkness, raise a candle. And I liked that movie. But I really like Civil War. I really like Civil War. Civil War was just, oh my god. Everything I wanted in a movie. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, keeping with the superhero news, uh, they have Tim, or what's the word I'm looking for? 
determined? Not, not timidly. I don't know. That was an alternative. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Poop themselves? No. Fuckwudgie? <laughs> oh, they fuckwudgie. <laughs> oh, my God. Tentative. They have tentatively <laughs> announced the villain for Just League Part 1. Yes. And a lot of people would have thought, Darkseid. Wrong. It's his uncle. The leader of the armies, which makes actually more sense to me, Steppenwolf. Who was in the deleted scene from Batman vs Superman? Which was a really good deleted scene. It was really good. You saw it too. Yeah, it was a really good deleted scene with all the mud boxes. Mm-hmm. It made it made things make more sense in the movie. Um, so he it looks like he's going to be the bad guy, which makes sense. He could lead the army coming in, and then when he fails, Darkseid comes in for part two. Also, I looked up. I was talking with my uh, buddy earlier about just the DC movie release schedule, and there is a significant amount of time between Just League Part One and Just League Part Two. So this very well may, may be like the prelude story. Then you because ha- the the schedule I looked this up was um, we got Suicide Squad this year, which I think is going to be like over here in terms of what's going like Guardians right now, where it's just like it's over here, it's in there, and then here's not, everything. Yeah, it's else. not happening on the yeah. on the main stage. So like Suicide Squad is going to be over here. We had BBS. We have Wonder Woman in June. Yep. Then we have Justice League in the fall. Then we have Flash. We have Wonder Woman this June. June not 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 like two months from now, but June second, seventeen is when it comes out. Oh, okay. Um, then we have uh, Justice League Fall seventeen. Then we have Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, Aquaman, Cyborg, Justice League. I believe that's fine. I don't, I don't know if Cyborg is in there too. I don't need a Cyborg movie. I don't either. I don't. I've he never is, really he is a tertiary character. As a DC fan, he is a tertiary character. He is what he does is great. I don't need his origin. I don't need it. I think that's what a lot of people thought about Ant-Man, but Ant-Man went on to be really well-received. This isn't Marvel. It's not Marvel. If DC does a better job, maybe if they can get Kevin Feige just to, you know, write a book, and they can read that book. Pretty Oh, yeah, that'd be... I just, a book of plays, maybe? <laughs> Something. Like, like, here's, oh, this is what we... Just this is what we do. Well, there it's a discussion of the time, but, like, I think they're trying to start with Avengers, and you can't. You have to build you up to it. You can't do it. Well, that's we'll, a whole... We're gonna see what happens. We're gonna see what happens. We're gonna see what happens. We'll I'm be holding out. We'll hope. be watching all the movies and probably doing a spoiler cast for all the movies. And I'm like, getting great. more excited for Ezra Miller's Flash. I still like Grant Gustin more, but I'm getting more excited for Ezra Miller. There's, I'm indifferent. They're the doing more. Thing. They're doing more things with him, where he's like, "I'm the Flash. I'm the Flash." On Instagram and stuff. Good. And if he if he's excited to be the character, then I think he'll bring more to the character. People who want to play that role or to any role are more. So fun here's to watch. like here's like what I think they should have done to make it like brilliant. Would have been. I know they had the Flash Two Worlds thing, but why wouldn't you have done Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller instead of bringing in Jay Garrick? That way you have like everything and it's perfect. The the re, I mean the Jay Garrick thing makes perfect, but they, they doesn't mean because that's the comic and I, I totally I, get yeah, that. Yeah. And, J, um, well, and Jay has been a huge. There's a lot of stuff going on with Jay that okay. couldn't it would not have worked with Ezra okay, Miller's that's Flash. Fair. But that doesn't mean they can't do it in season three. They need to connect those universes somehow, and in the multiverse makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. You could have boost. I know we don't like Booster Gold very much, but like, isn't that happening? That movie? I don't know. I thought they've said it's happening a couple times now, and they've canceled it. If he's the connection between the multiverse, I'd be fine with that. Maybe it'll maybe it'll launch alongside the Inhumans movie. This podcast is so fun. In that they're not happening. Oh, good. (laughs) What do you got? I have Pokemans. That that's weird. That's how I'm ending it too. What do you got? I have the starters. Let's get to the good one last. We we both know who the good <laughs> one is. So there is Poplio, the sea lion, 
a sea lion dog like dog thing. Is, he's water and like nobody likes him nobody the internet does <laughs> not like him nobody likes now watch him. he'll get a great evolution that's the thing too is we don't have the the, the second and third all forms. the starters are cute all of them always always and go look at any generation they're all cute or they're supposed to be cute then they get dope like uh Tepig I was like what is this then Emgore was sick <laughs> Uh, then we have Litten, the fire kitten. Yeah, I don't like the way that looks at all. I'm not into it. I think it looks A like... A lot of people like it because cats, and the cute thing is that she has, like... John and I hate cats. Yeah. Because <laughs> John will kill... It'll kill John, and it just makes me uncomfortable because of our allergies. Yeah. She has, like, hairballs of fire. Like, yeah. that's how she attacks, which, like, eh, it's cute. But, like, whatever. Um, and, and by the yeah. way, Popleo, like, the seal, like, you can look these up, they're everywhere. But, like, his snout looks like clown makeup with like a ball at the end of it with like a I don't know is that a collar frill frill something around like his neck like it's really they went like over the top of the circus theme and And now my favorite our favorite the derp owl the derp (laughs) Uh, the real name is Rowlet he's so cute it is gas or gas is grass and flying Mm -hmm. which is great it's got a little like green bow tie I think it's the first pairing of that that I can it remember. very well may be because we thought like you thought it was Scyther, but Scyther's bug. bug. Um, That's right, you told me that. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. It could I'm be excited. His little bow tie. He throws the. He throws, he throws the bow tie. Yeah, that's oh. his little razor leaves. Is a bow tie. That's so cute. I love him. <laughs> He's also so adorable and huggable. And his head does a little the, the thing. Yeah, and it turns 180 degrees I just like him. real owls. I love him. He's my favorite. I love him. I'm getting I'm getting Moon because I like that the legendary. The I like bat. the lion. Lion's so cool. Gee, we we are two sides of the same coin again. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, also, like everyone I know is getting moon. Oh, really? Well, the lion looks great, but I like the bat for sure. This would be dope. All right, I have one little thing about Pokemon. I'd love to hear more about Pokemon, but like, it won't be at E3 this year. That's true. Because Nintendo is dropping for balls. twelve hours. But not Popolio. Popolio will never drop the balls because he's a juggler. Is he a juggler? I'm, he's a circus clown. I'm sure he can. They're not all jugglers. Someone has to drive the car. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, Pokemon Go. The augmented reality mobile game coming soon. Yes. It's been a while since I've heard about that. They are doing a, they're doing their beta. <coughs> <coughs> they're doing their beta in, I think, Japan and Australia right now, which, like, hot markets. Japan's a super hot market. Right. The other one. <laughs> and, uh... It's going well, A. B, they've announced there will be in-app purchases, but they won't be game-breaking in-app purchases. Like, oh, you need to catch that Pokemon? Pay us $10 and you can have 10 Pokeballs. That sounds like that stuff will be able to be gotten for free. The stuff you can buy are going to be like buffs, uh, status things mm. that just enhance. Yeah, but that still gives players an unfair advantage. Sure. There's the no best th- way. There's going to be pay to win no matter what in a mobile game. But they're not going to hinder everybody. I feel with Pokemon, though, you could probably make a healthy pile of money just by doing cosmetic stuff. Or just make the game. Stuff that doesn't matter. Make the matter. game $5. I'd spend $5 on it. Of course you would. Most people would. And then they're selling that little thing for like a wristband. Yeah. Make that 20 They'll make their money. It's 25 bucks. I would rather them make me pay for the game than make me do an app purchases. Oh, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. And that's most games. That's how I feel in general about gaming. I'll pay. I would actually pay, I think, if Arkham Knight had come out with all the stuff, I would have paid 80 or $90. Well, you still can't. Like, that's the game with the pass. But what I'm saying is, that, or like Battlefield, right? Battlefront, rather. I would rather pay more for the game complete. You 
then pay could also for, have bought the pass. Then pay for the season pass. I'd rather just have it all there together at once than make me have to do it later. But you could do it all at once at the counter. No, because it released like months, 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 months. Battlefront's still releasing stuff. Yeah, but that's that's all covered in the season pass that you could have bought. What I'm one. saying is, I want to come the game, all of the stuff on the disc. But that would make the game come out significantly later. Like Battlefront would be on its way out now. Maybe that would, yeah, but I don't know. I just would rather have. I'm getting sick of the DLC called the things and the pre-order things are a problem. Like games are coming out not finished. Well, yeah, like absolutely. That. That's I, I hate that. My thing, like, what's driving me nuts now is it's not even that they're unfinished per se. It's like, like Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. That is a bare bones fighting mm-hmm. game. Bare bare bones. And you just it, it should not be acceptable to release like that. At a sixty dollar price tag. And that's not to condemn the entire like culture of DLC because some companies do it very well. Like any music rhythm game yeah, yeah, yeah. does it superbly well. But but I think that genre lends it better to it. Uh, Uncharted Four. They're doing a separate standalone DLC single player part that I cannot wait to hear more details on. Well, and I have no problem with the, like in that case DLC that's good, mm-hmm. right? I'm willing to pay more for that. I hate it's like the little things, like you can get an extra gun. Like, dude, don't don't make me pay. But if it's if it's cosmetic and doesn't matter, I say let them spend their money. Like Darwinism can work for your wallet, right? No, no, no. Like I, that, what I'm saying is the stuff where it's like if you pre-order, you get this gun that's clearly better. Like, Bioshock Infinite did that. Where the gun you got pre-ordered was way better than any gun you were going to find. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair. Well, if you're going to buy the game anyway, you're going to buy the game anyway. You may as well get a perk. I guess. I don't know. I just, I don't like the negatives or the bad side of the DLC culture. But that's neither here nor there, because it sounds like Pokemon Go is going to try to be better. But... I hope so. We'll see. We got we have some time, so. It's a 2016 release date. But it will not be an E3, because that is just... It will not be an E3. Oh, man. We have gotten derailed. Yes, we sir. have. Sir. Yeah, holy cow. <laughs> we got we got a book to read. Let's let's get into that. Here's your fullest. This week, John, we are reading Why the Last Man by Brian K. Vaughn. This begins the season of obscurity. It's not your Captain America and Batman. It's We're going to not be doing DC or Marvel heroes. Yeah. We're doing a lot of off-beaten path books. Not in, we're not, it's not indie because there's we're doing some mainstream stuff. Why the Last Man I would consider pretty mainstream. It's it's up there. But we are going to hit now. some mainstream st- or some indie stuff. So it's going to be a fun season. But this I'm glad we're starting with this book. I really love this book. It's one of the first books I ever bought. I went like I hunted for Why the Last yeah. Man. Um, Brian K. Vaughn is you you may know him from this book, but he also wrote what was his other big level work John? Saga. Saga. <laughs> he wrote yeah. saga. saga is something we will also be covering. So it's good. incredible. It's so good. It's so good. He's also written a ton of like Marvel and DC stuff, like mm-hmm. some X Men issues, Batman issues, Green Lantern issues. He did some Swamp Thing. He's done a lot. Brian K. Vaughn has won three Eisners. He knows what he's doing. I think one of his Eisners was from Why the Last Man, and I got to assume he's going to get an Eisner for Saga if he hasn't already. It's got to happen. It's really good. That book is fantastic. <laughs> I'm not far in, but from what I hear, it doesn't get any worse. I'm like only two or three like loose issues behind. Like I'm caught up. Like I have read really? everything in trades, and I'm like two or three loose issues behind. It's That's good. it. It's all it's, good. It's, oh, it's very good. good. They never like dips. Well, ebbs and flows. Not really. Comics have ebb and flow, but it doesn't get like bad. It doesn't get like fucking I haven't Barnes experienced it yet. Bad. Uh, that whole book was bad. I know. I saw a trade, and I was like, John hates this book. 
There's two trades. There's two trades. There's two trades because one's five and one's six issues. There's 12 convergence trades. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. But let's get into let's get into this book. Okay. Also, we're doing a little bit of different format. We're gonna make it more discussion oriented. Kind of like our Civil War and Batman episodes. In the past, we've had the comic, and we've gone through the comic, and we're just doing something different. So, let us know. We like and we like feedback. Let's get started. So, let's just talk about the general, the characters in this book. The characters we've met in Volume 1. We're reading Volume 1. The characters we've met are 355, who is my personal She's favorite. She's my favorite. She's 355 the best. is the best. She's the best throughout the whole series. Yeah, she's wonderful because she's great. Yorick is cool, but like he's also really whiny. I I do not like Yorick. I'm gonna tell you're you not, right now. You're not supposed to like him yet. Good, because I don't. He gets better. He gets better. <laughs> um, Doctor Man, Doctor Man, M A N N. Yep. Which I I just love how obvious that is. <laughs> uh, we have Beth, the fiance slash girlfriend of York. Oh yeah, she's over there. Um, hero. Yep, your she, sister. She is an is she an EMT or is she a firefighter? That's a good question. I think EMT. I believe she's an EMT. She's an EMT. She was like getting hot and heavy with a firefighter. Yeah, that whole that's s- what that it was. Scene, yeah, we'll get there. We have Yorick and Hero's mother. I forgot her name, but she's the president. Nope, she sure isn't. She's she's the Ohio representative in the, in the Senate. I thought she was the president. Nope, that's okay. That's well, the, I got That's up the then. Secretary of Agriculture. Yeah, I thought that that was the same person. We have the Secretary of Agriculture, who is the president. Ah, mistake. Uh, we have... We have uh, Alter. Alter, who is... Israeli. She's, she is Israeli. They just live in Tel Aviv? Mm-hmm. They're based in Tel Aviv? Okay. She's an Israeli is freedom it, fighter? Isn't Tel Aviv in Israel? I believe it's in Egypt. In the book, I believe it says Tel Aviv. You know what? I'm pretty sure Tel Aviv is just Israel. You know what? There, I know they start off in Syria, or in uh, Nablus, the West Bank. Is they a city in Israel, Jordan. the second most populated okay. and administered by the country's government after Jerusalem. Okay, so it's in, so she is Israeli. Mm-hmm. I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong, and geography, I'm always wrong. <laughs> Generally, if I tell you something geographical, assume the exact opposite. I'm, I'm Ohio is east of Mississippi. I'm kind of that way in, in like real life. Like, never follow me somewhere. No, if I've never been there before, that I can do. I cannot. I'm better I'm at that. Awful. But like, give me a map, and they're like, "Where's George? Where's the? Where's Atlanta?" Like, I don't know. <laughs> I know where Illinois is. Is it over here, Jeremy? That's the Pacific Ocean. Is it there? So is it there? You didn't answer my question. <laughs> no, I'm really help bad. me help you. I'm really bad with geography. Like, someone's like, "Oh yeah, you know, blah 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 in Africa." I'm like, "That's not in Africa." And like, it was like South Africa's not in Africa. It was, no, it was like Uganda. Oh yeah, it was bad. I was like, oh yeah, that is bad. <laughs> or someone said. um... They said, England's in Europe. And I go, no, it's not, stupid. And they're like, you're an idiot, right? And I'm like, yeah. <coughs> or and another person, when I was student teaching, goes, well, yeah, you know, they have the seven continents. And blah, 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 and Europe. And I'm like, Europe's not a continent. <laughs> and they go, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, you're stupid. And they're like, Europe's, and they look, I'm like, oh, I'm stupid. But you know what's not stupid? This book. The transition back. <laughs> I really, I really ran ourselves back in. Really love this book. Really love this book. What do you? We'll get there to your feelings. Let's keep talking about the heroes of our story. Okay. We have Ampersand, who is probably my second favorite character. The monkey. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun. He's the only. You know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's his buddy. Yeah, I think those are the main the main characters we have. That's what I have down as well. I can't think of anybody else. And if we mess anybody, we'll get there because we are still going to kind of. Plot through the story a little bit. Let's talk about the story. 
It, okay. op- it opens up in Brooklyn. Yep. It opens. Well, actually, a lot of places. <laughs> Pretty it, much. It, Yorick is in Brooklyn. Yeah. Beth is in Australia. Yeah. Beth's in Australia. Hero is in like Boston, I think. Yeah, she's in Boston. Um, Mom is in the capital. Yep. Because the Senate. Yeah. Basically, like it starts off with like all all the men just are dead. No, it starts the first issue. That's how it ends. No, no, no. It starts off with that. And then it goes in everyone's lives. Oh, yeah. Very Quentin Tarantino. It says now, and then it cuts yeah. 29 minutes. Before. Yeah, and then the rest of it takes place in reference point in time to that initial right. thing. Uh, with the one with, like, a gun to her head. It's very it's very real. Yeah. We, well, we, and we right away we meet Yorick. Yeah. He is an escape artist. Yeah, he's... Which, like, comes up. Almost as often as Storm Storm's claustrophobia. Oh, man. I, I cannot wait. A lot. <laughs> it comes up a lot. And he's talking with his girlfriend, Beth, who's in Australia. Yep, she's doing, is she in the Peace Corps, they say? I don't think it matters, to be honest with you. She's doing a thing in Australia. Yeah. For the betterment of mankind. They're they're key on that, mm-hmm. because he's a lazy son of a gun, without, yep. a, without a job. Yeah. Um, like, uh, okay. <laughs> no, he is irredeemable at first. You're you're not wrong. Okay, because I really am not a fan of yours. No, he, you're supposed to hate him. Good. He's whiny, he's self-entitled, and he never accepts responsibility. And see, he runs into multiple firefights. See, my, like, other gripe with Yorick that you didn't touch upon is that he comes off as, like, a tryhard. Oh, totally. Because and he hates himself. He, like, speaks in references. He hates and himself. And it just drives me nuts. Like, like, almost everything he says is, like, a cheeky fun reference. And I'm like, like you're trying say, way too hard. Everything we say is a cheeky fun reference. Yeah, but we're awesome. That's true. And it's all pretty natural. <laughs> we, like, don't force it into conversation. No. Not like Star Wars Episode 2. What are you talking about? This conversation is coarse and getting it <laughs> Wow. Uh, okay. The next person we meet is Yorick's mother, who is... This doesn't really matter either. No, but it's it's it comes back. She's a senator. That's all. Yeah, she's a senator. We found she's a senator. That's it. Cut back to Yorick. It, it cuts back and forth a lot. Yeah, it cuts back among these characters. Um... The, we meet, oh, basically, we meet all these characters yeah. in this issue. We so, Dr. Kinda... Man, it, let's just cover what they're doing. Sure. Dr. Man is in labor, and it turns out she's in labor with her clone, mm-hmm. and it's like, as weird as it sounds. Now, that's also illegal. Yeah. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. So, like, the doctor delivering is like, I can't do that. Yeah, and she's like, listen, this baby's illegal. happening. We can worry about that later. Like, you can you can call the authorities. Yeah. But, like, let's get this baby alive. Yep. Hero is doing a firefighter. Yeah. And people are kind of... The women around her are really petty at her. Mm-hmm. Like so, like that's that's okay. her. Yeah. Um, Beth is in Australia. We said, and the altar that. is with um, someone. Some oh, she's a part of. I cannot remember her name. It's a. It's essentially a freedom fighter group. Yeah, but the actual name is. You give me one second. I couldn't. I I could not pronounce those. Oh, that's right. It's an Israeli, isn't it? Yeah, it's. You know what? They're the freedom fighters. Okay. They're. She's a woman. Pretty high-ranking woman in the Israeli freedom fighter group. Yeah, she chastises some dude for calling her, like, sergeant. She's like, it's Kurt. No, private. She says, or private. And, she's and she like, goes, if you ever call me private again, <laughs> I will shoot you with a rubber bullet. Yep. It's great. She, she's actually, uh, as this book goes on, and again, like, I'm, I'm talking about the future. As this book goes on, the character development is unbelievable. Yorick gets, like... By the end of the series, you're like, oh, Yorick, man. Like, I, I can feel this more. Because he becomes less of a total douche. But we're talking about... I know, I know. one, yeah. I know. 355, it, she is... Not in Jordan. in this film yet. 
She's in Jordan, saving uh, Professor, who okay. has an amulet around her neck. That's it's three. super. You you know no clue. Yeah, you just see that she's a spy. Yep, basically she's she's a spy. really cool. She's dope. And that's pretty much like the her first jacket. issue, to be honest with you. Like uh, Yorick ends up proposing to the Beth, his his girlfriend, and like the phones cut out because of the cataclysm event referred to as now. What I did like about this first issue was the way it was structured, where it started with the event. It is very Tarantino, like you said, and it keeps going. But every event's like. It starts 29 minutes ago, 14 minutes ago, 12 minutes ago, 30 seconds ago, 29 seconds yeah, you ago. Get the, you get the last page. And like, Brooklyn, five seconds ago. Washington, I haven't had I this, this like, amount of, like, suspense before in, like, just one issue of a comic. It's it's very, like, I was I was very absorbed, very into it. Because I'm like, but what happens then? And it's, like, six seconds, and then five seconds, and then... And it was great. Then, then the event happens. All, and the event is... Everything <laughs> oh, my with a, God. Everything with a Y chromosome dies. That includes animals. Dead. Instantly. They're coughing up blood. They're spitting up blood. Blood's coming out of their eyes. Everywhere. You see, uh, there's a Tokyo Stock Exchange. There's the Vatican City. Yeah. There's a, it's, a it's, farm. It's worldwide. There's a, a brothel. What's interesting is this is the exact Sucking moment game. Dr. Man does give birth to the child. The exact moment. And the issue ends, and it says unmanned. Mm-hmm. And Yorick... He does alone. have, like, a magic ring, though, that he bought that day. That's right. That's Which what, is important. That's what he important. proposes to Beth. Yeah. Yes, he has the magic ring. He he got it from Magic Shop, and he pr- used it to propose to Beth. Yep. But him and Ampersand are still alive. Ampersand is a boy. Yep. They're the only two things in the Y chromosome left. Yep. Next issue opens with someone wearing a gas mask carrying a pet carrier, and they get almost destroyed this is... by a truck. It's a great way to open yeah. an issue. This issue is largely just world building. Yep. It, it shows you what the world is like a few days after mm-hmm. all the men have died. To get around Long places. enough time that, like, new jobs have been created. Yeah. A new form of currency. Yeah, but it's cans. no longer... Like, the first issue was all, like, in the moment. And this is clearly some time afterwards. Yeah, yeah like, the, the woman with the garbage truck, she's piling bodies. Yeah. To drop them off to get the, to get them taken care of. And like, she uh, mentions that care she of, like she gets supermodel before this. Yeah, and, she was yeah. a huge deal, but now there's, like, no job for that. That's no, no, more, no longer lucrative it's or, like, totally necessary. Because um, you have... Roughly half population is dead. Yep. Like a hair under well, 49%. half. Forty nine percent. Yeah. I mean, if you want to round, they, that's what they say, right? Fifty one percent of the population is female. Yeah. Forty nine percent is male. Yeah. So yeah, that's a lot of people. So like a lot of positions need to be have. Also, it's a lot like of work. The Infinity Gauntlet. The one thing that happened, not the one thing, but like one thing in, uh, in this issue that I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Is they're like, why don't we just take a car to get from A to B? And it's like, oh, because like it happened during rush hour, and like there are a million cars in the road. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, you know what? That does make sense. Make perfect sense. And that happens when 355 <laughs> is taking... Are you saying 355 or 355? I read it as 355. Okay. I Because, I like, James Bond was 007 sure. or 007, sure, sure, and that's sure. how I just read it as 355. She, with her sweet Christopher Eccleston jacket, <laughs> goes and gets the Secretary of Agriculture, who is... Because everybody... The cabinet was male. Every, and then the people who were above who were female yep. died in the crash. Mm-hmm. Crashes. Like, airplanes went down. Cars because, just got destroyed. There was yeah. a lot of male pilots or whatever. Or... The point is, she's all that's left. So now she is president of the United States. Yorick gets to his parent or his mother at the White House mm-hmm. and explains, you know, I'm alive. And she says, "Well, we got to keep you safe." And, and I like how she, he greets her. He says, "Hey," and like come up behind her, and she flips him. Yep. She was just talking about her Tybo classes. I love that. <laughs> love that. It makes the mom look very capable. Yeah, and I like that. And the issue ends with. A, a light shining in the window, and you're like, "What's gonna happen?" This book oh, is they're really like, suspenseful. This is awful. What is this? Like, no, it's worse. 
Republicans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it's the thing that happens next is you you find out that all the men in the Senate who died were Republicans. Most of, or most of the Republicans were men. Yeah. Most of the, a lot of the Democrats were women. So now their wives are here because of they they feel they need to finish the work that their husbands started. And they don't like how the the Democrats are like this coup they're taking on their government because like it but was like mostly Republican. Now it's like going to be just moved on up and it's going to be Democrat. Women were not elected. we're not the elected officials. I understand. That's exactly where my head went. I'm like, like you could have run. You didn't run. He ran. He you ran. didn't run. He, this is what it is. You want to see if you want to win a seat. They say we're going to have elections soon. Yeah. We just got to settle things because you know, we just lost half the population. Uh huh. Publicans in the white last man universe. I tell you, if I had a nickel. Yeah. And this is where we see more of Yorick's escapee stuff. He gets locked in a vault in the basement, and he's able to get out. He gets, like, handcuffed earlier, and he's, like, gets out. It's it's so... If you ever thought... If you ever told that being a magician or escape artist is impractical, this book may sway you. As long as you're the last man on Earth, totally practical. (laughs) Totally practical. That whole situation ends, and then he's then told by his mother and the president, Listen, you're gonna go find Dr. Mann with 355. And they're like, why? And he's, he's like, well, they're like, because he, or she, I'm sorry, Dr. Man is the leading authority on cloning, and because of the situation we're in as a world, that may be a very viable option. Like, yes. a very necessary option. You need it. And just before that issue ends, we cut to Tel Aviv, Israel. It's right there in front of you. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's cut right there. <laughs> and you see, someone calls Alter and says, there's a man alive. His name is Yorick Brown. She's like, what? End of issue. And... I mean, this is when the story really starts. Here is when we go. John, we, we were at the... We were having beers the other night, and he goes, Boy, it's really political to start. I go, yeah, it'll get there. It gets like, there. I, it was, it's, a, it's a coup in the first three I issues. guess we'll just go into that now. Um, I don't know what I expected with this book. I'd never read it. I'd never really looked into it. Mm-hmm. I just heard the name Why the Last Man. In my mind, I'm like, this is probably like a post-apocalyptic scenario... And like no. deserts, and like there's this guy who's got to get you from A to B. <laughs> That's what I envisioned, and you know why? Because I'm a nerd, and I played Zelda, and the Gerudo tribe has one male every like thousand years, and that's where my head went when I'm like, "There's one man left." I'm like, "This is obviously what this comic is about." Obviously. There's no possible clearly. way, clearly. So I just wasn't ready for this political like power struggle coup. I just didn't. I was not ready for it. <laughs> it, it it's good. The first volume, the first trade, really is very political. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I know we're just talking about this first one, but I gotta tell you, as somebody who reads and loves the series, it doesn't stay that way. So if this turns you off, just power through the first, just really the first four, and then you're there, and then you get into the real meat of the story. Just laugh at how I have to play everything to Zelda, and how Jeremy doesn't know where Tel Aviv is. Yeah. Like there are things to laugh. Yeah, at. you know, America. The I can't even remember the name, the house from the upcoming Harry Potter movie. The one that I laughed so hard about, the one I can't remember because I didn't write it down. The shoe, not Puckwudgy. 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 That was a shoe puff. The what? Puckwudgy. What? <laughs> the shoe puff? I, I thought it was shoe puff. That really puffled my jiggles. So the next part of our story really is uh, it's centered around a the first fight he gets in. Which is entirely his fault. Uh, oh no. He asks for it. Well, he jumps, at the, he jumps a... at the Republicans, too. Yeah. We kind of skip over, but he like... Like, hey, I'm a man. 
And they're like, we have guns, and we just killed somebody. He does it again! He goes up, so they're walking out of Washington, and he's like, I hear her singing, and she says, oh, they're they're praying for the men at the monument. He goes, which monument? She goes, which one Take do you a guess. guess? Which is the most <laughs> phallic monument in Washington, D.C.? Lincoln. Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly the waiting pool. No, it's it's the Washington Monument, obviously. It's one of the most phallic symbols in America. reflection in the waiting pool. Obviously, oh, you didn't yeah, finish. Obviously. <laughs> it's all wet. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's a totally different book, man. So he goes up there with his gas mask on because he wants to pay tribute to the men. And he talks to this woman and she's like, they start talking about music and how like all these musicians are dead. And I, I really liked that part when they're when they start going back and yeah, forth. and it, it was very relatable, very real of just like how disaster is like when a lot of people. I mean, he says, I imagine it was the same way with the uh, the day of the music that like the, the American yep. Pie is based off. It's just like oh man, in one day we lost Dylan, Bowie, the rest of the Beatles, all of the Eels, the Who, them too, you too, Radiohead, Tom Petty. Tom Waits. Neil Young. D. Tenacious D. Which I love that they get referenced. <laughs> I love Tenacious D. And, and that's really cool. But then these women ride up on motorcycles and... In this like, whole conversation, by the way, uh, Yorick is dressed up in this gas mask gear because initially I, it alludes to the fact that like they thought women had to wear that because they thought it was just universal and they didn't want to catch a play. And he's been able to get by wearing that and no one questions him because largely people assume that all the men are dead so right. it's not even in the realm of possibility some women have taken to dressing like men mm-hmm. in this or have done operations to become men or had already done it they'd done the the gender it seems surgery. to have been more prop more popularized post the disaster in right. this universe right people are like doing that so like he could also get away that way by wearing like what is considered men's clothes mm-hmm. he can get away with it so he's doing this talking to this woman and then these Amazons is what they're called right up. Yep, which and, makes sense. Yeah, no, 100%. What's what's terrifying about them is that they cut off a breast yeah. to better fire arrows. Like, that is dedication. There is not a casual Amazon here. There are no casual Amazons. Nope. And they hate men. <coughs> so they are coming up and they're spraying, <coughs> pick, they're spraying painting all over the Washington Monument, like, good riddance to the patriarchy. And he's like, I am not your sister. I'm so, a man. Like, dude. Like, dude! And 355 specifically lets him get his butt kicked. Yeah, she comes in to save him, but not after he's been knocked around a couple. Ten, ten minutes. She's, I've been watching for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and he got, I love 355 so much. Him. She is fantastic. So, that happens. Then. You know who she reminds me of? Who? Uh, Gina Torres. You know who Gina Torres is? Not offhand. I'm seen, bad with the name. You seen Firefly Serenity? No. No? Okay. Well, Zoe. Okay. Um, she's fantastic. She reminds me... Of and I'm going to IMDb her right now to see you know, what else she Have you in. ever seen Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino? I have seen Death she Proof She reminds me of The Driver. Yeah. You know, I'm t- uh, she was also in Rent. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just the looks, but, like, in Death Proof specifically, she's, like, a total, like, hard character and, like, doesn't take crap from anybody. And I like that. I can see her, that actress, whose name I cannot remember, playing her in the movie. Do you know the actress I'm talking about? I believe I do, yeah. Um, John's IMDb being I'm going to keep talking yeah. so Yorick and 355 get their motorcycles that the Amazons left because they run off she voices Superwoman oh okay in Justice League Crisis on Two Earths oh so like that's I have that movie well then you have Superwoman um Superman movie 
a lot of like one of appearances on stuff. I can't really think of another iconic role other than um, than yeah than Zoe. I, 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 that's my bad knowledge of Twilight. I just can't get into it. But we're gonna have people listening. We're like, oh my god! I know. You have to see Firefly. I have friends who do that. What? Jennifer is one of them. I mean, it's very good. I know. It's only a season. I'm sure, it is. Anyway, cut back to the Amazons and the Amazon leader, whose name is Victoria, which is like, British. But like she's not the queen. She's she, not the queen. But like she totally is the queen. Like I don't believe in ruling people. But like you're totally ruling people. Yep. No, she's I I don't like her. I'm not supposed to like her. Like and that's great. But <laughs> they're they're looking for someone. They say, there's a man. They say, "Whoa, someone has to go kill the man. Who will do it?" And she's and I will do it. Good job, hero. And it's it's hero. It's hero. It's his sister. She's alive. And she has she only has one breast. She is like a full-on Amazon. Now you may be listening. And wondering, York and Hero, those are weird names. Yeah, they make a reference to it. Dad was an English teacher, and he thought that'd be. What is the joke? Um, if he named his kids after obscure Shakespeare characters, he'd get tenure. Yeah. Was or he, he just hated it. his kids. So <laughs> it, it is know. explained. Who is Hero in Shakespeare? I know Yorick. I don't know. I'm not familiar. I know Yorick. I don't think is that obscure. No, I know Yorick, yeah. but I don't know Hero. Because yeah, like a last poor Yorick is a very, last poor very. Very oft-quoted line. Yeah. So, that's good. And now we have Hero is now hunting for Yorick. But she doesn't know it's Yorick. She just knows that it's a man. Nope. They get to Boston. Yep. And Hero, and he- not Hero, um, Yorick, by the way, his whole thing is like, all right, well, so I'll do this. But then, like, I want to go to Australia and meet my girlfriend. And they're like, no. You don't no. get it. And he's like, but I want to go to Australia he's and whiny. meet my girlfriend. He's a whiny, whiny little boy. I don't like him. You're not supposed he's to. stupid. But not every main character has to be likable, right? The people around him are very likable. Yeah. yeah. It gets better. <laughs> I know. Which someone does want to know. <laughs> so they get to Boston, and he's also looking for Hero in Boston. And they've checked everywhere, and they cannot find her. That's because she's an Amazon. So, like, she doesn't want to be found. Well, they don't know that. They don't know that. I normally hate that in stories when it's like, we're doing this thing, but we're trying to do this thing. But then the other thing is happening, and they, can, they don't know. I'm like, I hate it. Oh, I, I've been to that. I don't know. I don't I don't usually like it. But in this, I like it. I like It's done well here. So they find Dr. Man, but not before Victoria finds the bike they were using, and they gave it to a girl for some food. And they're like, Where's the, who gave this to you? And they go into this whole talk about, oh, the, yeah. about, it, like, uh, about inappropriate words. Yada, yeah, yada. like they. It's a shame. I, like I really, really up. liked this scene, but, like, but we can't like discuss it. It's very. This is a uh, this is a mature book. Yeah, as we discussed like three quarters through the podcast, this is a mature book. Uh, but she she gives the etymology of a very inappropriate word. word. Yeah, I guess. It's a C word. I mean, Which is fascinating, but like we can't really go into it. But is like, it true, or is she? I don't know. She seems like the kind of person who would make stuff up to benefit her cause, and then people are like, "Oh, I totally believe that." You know what but I mean? she's also the person who would also know obscure stuff like That's that. True. Also, true. she's from Europe, where that word nowhere holds nowhere near the same ways as in America. No. Like that word is just thrown about. Yeah, yeah. I hate her. Well, yeah, but she's a great villain. She's a great villain. So, hero kills this young girl because that's how the scene went. Yep. They find Doctor Man. They talk to her and they're like blah 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 we can we, this is something we oh can my do. god yeah and she's like no I can't I my guilt I did this and, well, he, and like, 355 is like it's survivor's guilt like it's fine she's like no 
I did this. She she thinks that her clone angered God and wiped out all the men. Which, like, you know, plausible. I totally, totally can see your, <coughs> totally can see your point of view. You know? Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true is another thing, but she is... It's the exact same moment. I yeah. can t- I can totally see him. Uh, ampersand is shenanigans, and he runs away. Yep. So I go chase him, and that's kind of good though, because a few hours later, the freedom fighters show up, alter, and they burn the place down. Yeah. Right as they're going back to the lab to get their her specimens to cross-reference those with DNA and blood from Yorick and Ampersand, so they could do another clone, and then they could start the cloning process and regenerate the population. Well, they can't. Yorick sees that and is like. Maybe we should go to Australia. And they're like, shut up, Yorick. And, they, and then 355 says, wait, don't most scientists have a contingency site? She says, yes, it's in California. Oh, okay, oh so like, are we going to go there? And then the trade ends. But it doesn't just end. It ends on this beautiful page. So why the last man, uh, when you're looking at the cover, is a very specifically arranged why. And it it's ends... A man, it's a man... Striking forward with one arm and back with the other, and it yeah. makes a Y, but it's perspectively one arm looks shorter than the other. Yep. And they're sitting in the middle of this intersection in Boston, and they're like, I don't know what to do. And they just, all three of them, they three different ways they can go. They go to Australia. They can go... Back to the White House. Back to the White House. They can go to California. And it just zooms out and zooms out and zooms out, and this is a three-way intersection that is the same exact it's Y. It's literal crossroads. And I thought that was beautiful. It's the literal crossroads yep. for our heroes. It's the Y imagery again. Yeah, it, it, is, was, it was It's great. fantastic. It's fantastic. Now, John, what mm-hmm. do you think of the book? I felt that this book was really more of an intro book as opposed to like a volume one. I got no closure on any plot line. Um, which is you're, a little frustrating, but not, I mean, that's like how they get you. To, you're not going to with these volumes. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's it's very, you don't really I've get. I've read Saga. Like, I know what this is. Like, you don't get closure <laughs> until the end. You get closure at the end. And the end, this was the f- first book I ever cried at. And I think you know, I'm not a big crier. No. But, like, this book made me cry. And I told my mom, like, Mom, you have to read this. She goes, but, I like, don't have that kind of time. I'm a big crier? You, If you were to read all the way to ten, which, like, they have the new versions, which are only a dollar more, where you get three volumes in each book. So it, like, wraps up in four books. And they're... It, it, you would be done quickly and I'm gonna buy them so like if you wanna read them go ahead <laughs> it's such a good series would you continue? I would right now I'm backlogged and I'm not like I'm saying I, I'm saying for more. I'm saying you're sitting there read nothing, you have nothing to read would you read this? yeah I'd read it I'd continue so what are what are our feelings on the book in general? Um, I know, I know how you feel about Yorick yeah I just I don't like him at all cause he's a putz he's a lot of things like I said, he gets better, and like they develop him. I hope so. He's so boring and whiny and entitled. Mm-hmm. I hate him. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why right now I'm like this first trade. I got no closure. I don't really feel for or like the main character. Like that's why my feelings right now, having only read this first little bit, I'm like, uh, yeah, I know. But you don't hate it. I don't hate it. No, I would recommend buying the book, book one. Which is multiple volumes. I think it's. I think it goes all the way up to ten. Uh, issue ten. It's fantastic, man. How many issues are there? There's ten volumes. So forty. So no, not forty. So fifty. Fifty. The average trade has five in, an, in a trade. Okay. That's yeah, fifty. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> so what? What other? What other stuff do you got, John? 
Well, the theme of feminism is just way too obvious. Obviously, but I like how it's subverted in it. Mm-hmm. How Yorick is like, well, don't feminists just burn their bras and hate men? And people are like, like 355 is like, well, no. Not at all. And I like how 355's point wasn't that, like, he needs to know his place. It's because he has a penis, he is not indestructible. Like, he's, you know. They say it. They, she straight up says that. Not every woman has the. Oh, we need to keep the know. man alive. Yeah, and, like, it's. So, I am, like, yeah. to me, it's a, it's a physiological thing of, like, the good of the species means you can't kill Yorick. But some people don't feel that way. I understand right. that. No, and I'm, that's I'm, why I'm, I love I'm, that. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, like, agreeing yeah. with you. Yeah, some people do not. The Amazons definitely don't feel that way. Oh, absolutely Clearly, not. clearly they're hunting him. Uh, and they make a point, too, where when they meet Dr. Mann, she's like, I'm not doing cloning because it was an abomination. Mm-hmm. This all happened. It's like, so what are you doing? Because she's still working in her lab. What are you doing now? And she goes, well, I'm looking for a cure for breast cancer. 355's like, you know, without any why men. is this? Yeah, without any men, like, why are you doing this? We're going to die. That's like, I forget the analogy they use, but it, it's like throwing good money after bad is another analogy for it. And it's the the point is like yeah if you if there if you if we can make more men, then the cure for breast cancer will be relevant. Otherwise, like what does it matter? And her counter argument is like if we're gonna die, we we should at least die in comfort, knowing our own fa- like being in control of our own faculties, that whole thing. Like live as comfortably as we can in the this like hellscape mm-hmm. that there is. Yeah. The analogy she uses isn't it like rearranging deck chairs in the Titanic? Yes. Yeah. That's Which is what a great it is. analogy. Yeah. I love the theme of feminism in this book, but like it's like the real feminism. It's just too obvious to call out. No, of, like course, of course, of course. But Brian K. Vaughn takes it and is like, here it is, but like, I'm going to turn it on its head mm-hmm. a little bit. I like, the like as far as themes go, I like, I mean, like you said, feminism is super obvious. I like that the only two people who are left alive are a monkey of a man and a man of a monkey. Like, like he's, he's a loser, right? Like, why yeah. him? You find out how, why him? So, you find out why later, why he's alive. There's a there's a good reason for it. It's the magic ring. Like, there's a really good reason. I'm not above people who have magic rings. No, I know. We like real <laughs> magic. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying you'll it. What the payoff when it comes is good. But it's like when it's when it starts. You're like, why him? Like in some books, you're like, oh, like it's it's the average Joe, and they're gonna fight the dragon. But like him, you're like, why him? He sucks. Couldn't we have had a better person? Couldn't, like, John Cena have survived? There's some words like, and the noblest of heart. No. Good. Good, good, good. No. <laughs> no. I, I'll tell you once the podcast ends if you want to know, but I'm not going to spoil it on air. No, no, don't. I'm just like, I hope no, it's not something that's thrown away. It's really not. No. It makes perfect sense. It's like, oh, okay. I can totally see that. But I like that Ampersand lives. Like, he's got a buddy. The end of the world. Do you, do you learn why Ampersand? Sure do. Neat. Sure do. Neat. And it's it's, it's fantastic. And I, I I like Brian K. Vaughn um, more. I know that I know you did Saga, but like this was my introduction to Brian K. Vaughn, and it's a good introduction. Mm-hmm. It's a really good introduction. The other theme I love um, is the theme of like, okay, so people we like wake up, we have our responsibilities, like we go to work. We pay bills, we buy groceries, we cook, we come home, we go to bed, etc., etc., etc. This is, what is one's duty in a crisis? So many structures, social structures that just are not in place anymore. What do you think you would do? I don't know. Like, it does, does it make you think? It does make me think. It made me think. And it's, like, 355, she still has her duty. Yeah, they, we didn't mention this, but she's in an order that goes back to George Washington. Yeah. That's so dope. It's cool. 
Her like she's my favorite character hands down. And she will stay your favorite <laughs> character for the entire series. Good, because she's great. She's fantastic. Um and I like Hero. So she still has her thing. She she begins to argue with the president who was Secretary of Agriculture, but she goes, the president's like, listen, you're part of this order, right? So you've taken an oath to, to swear fealty to the president. So you're gonna do this? She goes, Yep, you got it. But like Yorick he now has a role. He didn't have <laughs> he a didn't role. He didn't have one. He's an English... Now he's, he's got an English degree, and he was a year removed from college without a job. Any job. Yep. And he had no purpose in life. Nope. Beth was his purpose in life. But now he Which, cannot like, pursue that purpose. Before he proposes, she says, I have to tell you something. What do you think she's going to tell him? I don't know. No idea? I didn't really care. Okay. I didn't... <laughs> I really don't like you okay. at this moment. It comes, um, I just... The only reason I ask is because that comes back. Like, the whole Beth subplot comes back. Oh, I'm sure it does. I was disappointed if it didn't... Every plot resolves in such a satisfying manner. Such a satisfying manner. I'm not going to film again. I have it all. I have all of it in my house. Except for volumes one through three. Um, but the Secretary of Agriculture becoming president, like she has a new role in the crisis. Uh, the Amazon sprung up out of this crisis. The supermodel, who used to be like adored by everyone, now has to like grab corpses. Which there's nothing wrong And shovel with... them over to the state. But it's such a stark contrast to where she yeah, was yeah. before and where she is yeah. now. Um, and I just love the theme of like what the, the world is now different. Mm-hmm. You know, you, basically you, you are not your job. Where do you You fit? are your own purpose. Your own person. I mm-hmm. thought that was a really good theme. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's what I really picked up from. Now book. I'm really curious to know like where we would fit in in the apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, we'd be dead. Let's say it was reverse. Where All the dead? women's died? Oh, we do. Everyone would be dead. I think yeah. Tumblr's going to hate us for even suggesting that, Jeremy. I think well, if the, all the women died, all the men would die very soon after. We're nuking each other! Yeah. But there's four World Series! Everyone's in the World Series. Oh my god. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be awful. It'd be anarchy. Um, oh. uh, there'd be, like, lootings, right? Because, like, men. Constant. Um... Not that all men are evil, just most of them. Not that all men are evil, but, like, enough are evil and outnumber the ones that I feel are, like, just and would defend the law. So, point is, know. point is, it's it's, a, it's another good theme to bring up. That's why I have you on the show, John. That's why I asked you to do the show with me. You read deep into things. Mm, I tried. That's why I got, that's why I took from this. Well, I think this was a good episode. Let's wrap up the podcast, though. <laughs> podcast this week john i know you didn't love white last man but you're wrong i recommend reading the next volume it but was fine i just wanted closure. i think i wanted more things to happen i think that you might feel the same way about saga when we do we, we read that as well. maybe uh i stand by why the last man being great and I think, i'm sure it is i think if you read more when you have you know when you get free time when you're 90 read it <laughs> but what are we reading next week next week we are reading a personal favorite translucid by claudio sanchez and chandra eckert and draw illustrated by Daniel Bayless. I, mean, I know very little about this book. Uh, you've had it like in my queue for me to read for a long time. I actually got the first issue was free on Comicsology. Never, never read it. Um, it's very colorful from what I understand. Yes. And I like Claudio uh, for the most part. I need to. What I need to do. I was telling John. I need to sit down and just have a lyric. Video, so I can understand the lyrics. Because, Sanchez of Code and Cambria fame. Yes, if you sorry, his voice is just so like high pitched sometimes that I have trouble understanding the lyrics. But from what there I understand, was, he tells amazing stories. He does. There was actually a contest when um, 
uh, Good Apollo Burning Star 4 Volume 2 at for Marvel was coming out, they released a running free single. Yeah. And the contest was, what is Claudio saying? And the first person to get the lyrics correct, like, won a prize. Really? Yeah. That was the whole challenge. It was like, what is he saying? Did you see his episode of Game Grumps? I did. He's fun. He's very he's bad great. at Battlefront. I was going to say, he's awful at Battlefront. But he's but, so uh, nice. He is so nice. I've met he's him a few so times. Nice. He's fantastic. I actually think about him every day now, no joke. Because he, he, <laughs> man, he mentions that coffee's really bad for your voice. Yeah. he doesn't drink coffee. And every morning I drink coffee and I go, hmm, I'm not Claudio. <laughs> I don't have to sing for a living. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to read Translucent. It'll be fun. But other than that, John, I know we just talked about, you know, the apocalypse, you know, the last man. Yeah. I have a question for you. All right. What would you do if like you were the last man on earth? But I'm, I'm not the last man on earth. No, I know. But like, what would you do if you were the last man on earth? But like you're also on earth. Right. But like, what would you do if you were the last one? I'm not here. Let's pretend Are we I'm talking not. about like the show? No, no. What would you do if you were the last man on Earth? Because, like, he's not even the last man on Earth. No, the sh- not the show. You. What would you do? I'm gone. But, like, God's is, like, right over there. Yep. John, just take this seriously. Okay? I'm asking you a hypothetical. Just take this seriously. Okay. Okay. What would you do if you were the last man on Earth? Okay? You wake okay. up. You wake up. What kind of pop chart would you have? Are you, are, you kidding, are you kidding me right now? The only right answer is blueberry with frosting. Regardless of the population. You disgust me. You discussed me. That's the podcast this week. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter at Talk and Trades. You can also follow Jeremy at, at LizardKing27 and John at, at MaesterLaka, M A E S T E R L A K A. Also, find us on Facebook at Talk and Trades. And remember, guys, we're not experts, we're fans. <laughs>